Hello, welcome listener and welcome to another edition of the Best of Both Worlds podcast with Adetayo. It's good to have you on the show and surprisingly, this is going to be episode 15 of the podcast. Uh, I am grateful, I am excited and for all my listeners and thank you for joining me on this great and wonderful journey. Um, today on the show, I'm going to be talking about something sensitive, actually. I like to do that. Because what happened was I came across a post that has to do with a Supreme Court judgment about um, a female Igbo child, you know, getting inheritance or not getting inheritance. And I'm like, in this 21st century? Okay, so it sort of interests me. And um, I decided to take it up. And today, I'm not alone on the show. I have someone with me. Um, he's my friend. And because we're going to be talking about a particular ethnic group in Nigeria, I decided to call on my Igbo friend, Inam. That's what I call him. <laughs> so his name is Inam the Osai. Inam the welcome on the show. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Oh, look at the way you're blushing. Uh, <laughs> always wanted to be on the, on the show, right? Yeah, I've always wanted. I've always been listening. Yeah. To one day. Let me say this. Yeah. Inambi is my number one fan. Mm. Wait, wait. Don't let me say number one before we cause trouble now. <laughs> among my top rated listeners, and he doesn't feel to give me feedback every time. So thank you so much for your support. You're welcome. Okay. So why are we yeah. here today? Um, about a week ago, uh, the Supreme Court upheld the judgment of an appeal court respecting the right of a female child to her father's inheritance. Um, this judgment has, however, disrupted a long-held tradition of the Igbos that prohibit female children from inheriting their father's property. And another thing this judgment did was, however, it nullifies the long-held Igbo tradition that prohibits females from inheritance. Um, I really don't know how that's going to play out. We're not sure yet if they'll be able to acknowledge the fact that traditions like this need to be forgotten because apparently he has done so much injustice to the female child. So the thing is here, in the, in the Igbo tradition, it happens that the female child cannot succeed or inherit a father's property simply because she's female. That's not the case where I come from, actually, because I am Yoruba by tribe. And uh, where I come from, we represent the southern western part of Nigeria. And we have ethnic groups from Oyo, Ondo, Ekiti, some part of Kwara, Ijebu, Ijesha, and, and the like. So, where I come from, in terms of inheriting properties, in Amdiyo, with me, right? Yes, I'm with you. Okay. According to the, to the Yoruba native law and custom, if an individual dies intestate, um, intestate means not having to make a will before one dies. So, if an individual dies intestate, his children, both male and female, succeed to his estate as a single entity. This simply means that there is no discrimination between the male or the female child. Either of them can take up the responsibility of taking over the father's property or running the business or whatever the father must have left behind. But it is not the case with the Igbo. 
Am I correct? Yeah, that's true. So what, why, why is this? Is there any reason why this kind of, you know, custom has to be in place in the first place? Well, the, the truth is that it shouldn't be, but it, it is what it is. Because uh, it's their custom, it's their tradition. That's what they've been practicing for God knows how long. And then thank God for someone like uh, Madame Gladys Ada Okeje who took that matter to court. Yeah. And I luckily for her... The case has been on since 2014. Yeah, so 2014 to 2004. So it, it ran for 16 years just to get one judgment. And oh. it's, not, it's, it's not a victory for her alone. Yeah. It's a victory for the whole female folk. Yeah. In the southeastern part of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Wait, which part of uh, of the of Igbo are you from? I'm from Anambra State. Mm. Yeah, I understand that. Oh, you also have some different ethnic groups, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like basically, the southeastern parts is made up of Abia states, Anambra, Eboin, Enugu, and Imo. So they have different traditions and customs. But usually, when it comes to this female inheritance uh, rights it's usually the same across board well, the women are not allowed to inherit properties why do you think that is anyway well like i said it's a tradition and maybe i should just take you a little back to the history of the Igbos. um there has been different write-ups about their history and then basically there are some people believe that the Igbos come from israel like this from uh, god really one of the seven the, the seventh son of Jacob. Then some people believe that they came from Ari, that settled in uh, Igbo land in the 13th century. So they are, some people believe that they just they just settled. And it, usually Igbos are found in Nigeria and Equatorial Guinea, interestingly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a major tribe over there. So that's what has been. But the question, back to your question, why are they exempted? Basically, the Igbo tribe is a patriarchal one, which means that men are heads of families and inheritance is shared amongst the male folk, that's the male children. So does that mean they should neglect the rights of a female child? Not at all. However... Or, or are they just trying to exempt a female child from taking over for the purpose because she may be weak or she doesn't have the right knowledge to handle such or because females shouldn't speak in public? I really do not get it. Uh, they both believe that once a woman is married out of the family into another family, that the woman takes the surname of that family and of course her, she, she takes the man's name her name changes and then of course her loyalty changes from her family of birth to her husband's side so they feel that since you already moved from point a to point b to another family you should stay with that family and take care of your family there so let the male children take care of their own father's properties and inherit it as well what happens in cases where for a family they do not have a male child they probably have female children in the family so what happens to the property of of that family i, I don't know if you, i don't know if you've observed some home videos the nollywood or any from the evil parts where things happen and those things they act actually happen in real life where a man dies but he doesn't have any son and then the brother of the deceased comes and takes over the property or the family comes and says, okay, you don't have any male children. But so you are taking over the property. in cases like that, especially when the, the children are not born, they tend to neglect the welfare of these children and, you know, just take over whatever their father had left 
and you know make it their own on the long run the, the children tend to suffer unfortunately unfortunately except the families maybe everybody is quite doing quite well and they support each other so there will be a bit less you know, interest in people's properties where everybody is doing well but this in this case the women suffer because when they come to take over those properties especially when the man dies intestate mm. it's very problems in fact some go to the uh, to the extent of accusing the wife of killing the husband yeah so i, I used to see uh, all those evil movies that used to that we used to see they are real to be honest yes they are wow as a, as a, as a matter of fact i lost my dad in 1996 Continuing with this barbaric tradition, it's quite alarming to the detriment of a woman or a girl child. Honestly, these things need to change, trust me. It does, it does. It cannot it be does. going on like this. It can't. The, the, there are a few things that can still happen. Hopefully, we'll get to that later. Well, according to the Yoruba tradition, you know, there are cases where for a disease, that has just one wife the properties will be shared amongst the children equal distribution amongst the children irrespective of either the the, the children you know happens to be male or female and for cases where you have the first child as a male what usually happens is that that first child takes responsibility of the management especially when the the siblings are not you know of age yet but what happens in cases where a man has more than one wife for instance if a man has four wives according to the yoruba custom law even if one of the wives has four okay for instance the first wife has two kids the second wife at 10 right the third wife has 12 and the, the last wife had just one it is said that the diseased properties will be shared equally amongst the wives because constitutionally they, they recognize the wife so what they do is like they share the properties amongst the wives so the one cannot go ahead with all of our children or our only child to say okay this is what we are holding on to this is what we're holding on to so if that is the case in Yoruba land, is, is that the same with Igbo people too? No, it is not. Mm. The women are, are to be seen and not heard. They don't have the rights over the, the, the owner's property or the father's property. Are you giving so me? Yes, if they have brothers. Hopefully their brothers are kind enough. They can share their own properties with brothers, them. Brothers of the diseased, right? Not the woman. No, brothers of... Like the children, oh. the children of the diseased. Oh. Uh, if there are siblings, maybe among their siblings, they are male or female, they will give to the male. Now, amongst the siblings, if the males are quite benevolent or there's been this closeness among them, mm. they can still give part okay. of what they have inherited to their sisters. But by right, by custom, by tradition, 
they're not supposed to get anything. They believe that since you have been married up to another family, we have given you out to go and start a new family. Be married yet? Well, that's possible. It, actually, there's there are conditions in some able traditions. There are some conditions that are to be met if you, if you want to remain in your father's father's house and inherit his properties. Some of those um, conditions include you have to remain unmarried in your father's house. Wow. And then probably raise sons in your father's name, not your husband's name. So if you can choose to obey that, if you can choose to follow that condition, fine, they can still give you some of the inheritance. So yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> you have to live under so much strict rules. <sighs> and it's, it's so unfair to the female child, honestly. It is it, not. It's going it to not. So, if, okay, for instance, I'm evil. God forbid, my, my father is late and he has lots of property. And for me to have access or to be part of those properties i either remain unmarried and continue to live in my father's house is that the condition yes or if you must have children the children must be your father's son are you not, not, not no, your husband's son freaking way uh, this is so much <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's, let's just move on. Okay, we understand that. Okay, now, um, this kind of tradition violates the rights of the female and it's yes, it against the Nigerian constitution. Um, according to the Article 1 of the UN Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women, it defines discrimination as any distinction exclusion or restriction made on the basis of sex in the political, economic, social, cultural, civic, or any other field, which simply says this is a clear case of discrimination and violation of a female right. So, do, do, you, do you think such traditions is discriminatory against women? I mean, well, it, it, it is, but the, the truth is that a lot of women in the land have accepted their fate. That it is what it is. And however, when they made some research about the judgment, they went to interview some, you know, chiefs and some traditional rulers. Yeah. Their point is that these rules or these customs have been ex in existence before uh, Nigeria, or even before these people who made the rules, or even before the Supreme Court. So their point is like, look, we have been following this thing for donkey years. So you can't just come and change it. Hmm. It might be very difficult to just implement like that. So, oh, okay, now. You know, the, the, the judgment uh, by the Supreme Court was able to overturn the old custom and tradition. Do you think that judgment will hold place? Like, will they be able to implement the fact that they need to now recognize and include the female child in the inheritance and succession process? Well, normally, that is what it should be. The Supreme Court is the highest court of the land. It's the apex court. Whatever it says is final. Mm. However, in Nibu land, like I said before, when they went into interview some traditional rulers and the feedback they got was a bit negative because their point was that they, they listed a few things. Number one was the judgment is unacceptable by them. Mm. They said, as far as they're concerned, nothing will change. They said, because if you enforce that kind of law, it's going to bring chaos and trouble in Nibu land. Mm -hmm. They also said that they, they, they refused to abolish the customs and traditions, but that's what they've lived by all the time. And so that's what they know. So you can just come and bring an alien law. How are they going to implement it? So they now said, of course, it's going to be difficult to implement because how are you going to pass that message across to the villages? Some villages don't even know. That. So if you know, if you know you're not, you're strong in whatever you believe in, 
then bring it on. So it's, it's going to be like a tug of war? Yeah, it's going to be a tug of war. So apparently, that was able to get this um, judgment has been fighting a tough battle since 2004 up until 2020. So yes. I, she must be a really strong woman, don't you think? She, she, I think she is because that's a landmark judgment, and that's bravery to fight the customer. Like coming against a whole, a whole, yeah, it goes a whole tribe. Like exactly. I'm going for it for for you. Oh, uh, she is. I, 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 I give kudos to her. But well, one, one, one thing is to get judgment, another thing is to get justice. Exactly. Or get get the property because you're still going to go back. The lambs you're asking for probably they're in your father's house in the village. So you will come and take it now, let them see you. Hmm. So, God help her. You're, you're sounding as if this war, we can't get victory from it. Well, not anytime soon. Wow. Unfortunately. That's very disheartening, anyway. But okay, what about cases where we have the disease um, dropping a wheel or making a wheel before it passed on? Do they, do they recognize those kind of things? Um, yes, to an extent. However, they will still remind you that the custom and tradition is bigger than the wheel. Wow. It's only if you know your rights and you need to come to know it up, like or have a proper conversation and negotiation with the kindred <laughs> so they can have your back. Other than that, if you want to go head on with them, the chances of winning is very, very slim. Very, very slim. Goodness, Lord. Hey, it's <laughs> so scary. I thought it's deeper than I thought, actually. Well, that's why some people will tell you, you know what, if you know you cannot fight the village battle, go somewhere else, go to the city, build a house where it's a bit far from your village. Oh, so that yes. they don't have yes, so to hide. Yes, you don't have that kind of conflict. You have your documents, you have your land, uh, your documents with your CFO. So it's a bit safer somewhere else than in the village. The village, it's a different ball game. Hmm. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so let me ask you personally. If you grow up, would you include your female child in your in your will? Most definitely, I will. Mm. Most definitely, I will. Okay. But I want to advise a few things, a few tips. Because the truth is that the world is moving, and yeah. so should we. Mm. Now, this is the 21st century. There should be new thinking. Of course. Then there's, there's, we should question those customs and traditions. Because some of them... We don't, in fact, it's not documented. You don't see it anywhere. Mm -hmm. But they tell you, this is what it is. Just like if you want to do um, traditional marriage now, you want to marry a woman from any tribe, you just see this jump from nowhere and they give to the man. <laughs> the question you ask is, who wrote, who, who wrote these laws and traditions that they want to bring yams, sugar, all these goods, all those things? They want to, you who wrote this, like this tradition? They've given you list, Abby. <laughs> well, <laughs> no comments. I got you there. <laughs> You have to give to them. That one is, is not a debatable matter at all. Oh, oh, oh. So, the list is not debatable, but the inheritance is debatable. <laughs> this this life is not balanced. <laughs> so, I think everything is negotiable. Mm. That's what I believe. Even unions are negotiable. Even to Nigeria, I can choose to stay together, I can choose to move people have independence, you can choose to break out like Sudan and South Sudan just like the great Russian federation that broke into um, smaller groups and then we should try and enforce the rule of law in the rule of law everybody is equal 
female. One problem with Nigeria is we have these laws in place, but almost as if we have misplaced priorities. Priorities, yeah. An average Nigerian does not fully understand his own rights. Yeah, well, the question is who do we blame? It's the system, I think. The system okay. has its own place, but you as a human being should go and get you know your rights. Okay. The question is how many how many people have the constitution of Nigeria? Either hard copy or soft copy. We don't. We don't read. So that's why police will just stop you and ask you this, 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 Bring your and they continue. And you give them your phone. Yeah, it's wrong. It's wrong. It shouldn't be done. But because of fear, because well, we've heard stories where people, you know, confronted the police and they got shot. Yeah. And the police will say they were struggling. They are gone with them, and that's why they had to quickly fight back. Who was there? Who was the eyewitness? There are no cameras around to see the truth. And now we are seeing black black lives matter in the U.S. We have seen how people are being killed. The question is, the people that killed those black men, what happened to them? Wow. Were they arrested? Were they sacked? Were they killed? Were they, you know, something? There has to be justice. We don't have justice. Have justice. There's no justice in this world. Trust me. Uh, there, there isn't. There isn't. Unfortunately. And it looks like, as a country in Nigeria, we still have a long way to go. We have not still been able to get it right in terms of democracy, in terms of rule of law, in terms of our leaders, and um, it's just quite unfortunate. Sometimes when you think about Nigeria's problems, you just know that hopefully some we will get it right someday. Because right now we are we are far away. Someday. Yeah. We are far away. Then please, I I just like to put in this tip for everyone. Okay. We need to get education because all of these customs, traditions, and funny rules. There will be a time like if you question, especially by this our generation. Mm -hmm. The question some of those things like why do I have to do this? If yeah. it's not necessary, why would someone die and you're saying the person should cut their hair and the children should cut their hair? Though the hair that you cut will bring the dead body back. Hmm. That's quite sad. Yeah, so we need to educate our people and look, there's a better way to think. And then most importantly, let us teach every child, every child, including male and female, to be independent. Mm -hmm. To make their own money. Yeah. Yes, make your own money because if you have your own money, you can choose to spend it the way you want. Exactly. But someone like someone like maybe Ngozo Konjawala, for example, now you can't be telling her like uh, you can't own a property, uh, you can't inherit your father's property. She has her money. She has the money to buy as much as she wants. She can live anywhere in the world. It's important for for us to you know train our children to have their own identity and be able to. Live very important. Very very important. Mm. Let them have their own money. Let them have their own identity. Let them chase their own dreams. No, I see. So that, that's it. And then, of course, we should encourage our parents also to have a will. Because if you have a will, at least you are one step closer to success dying interstate. Yeah. At least a will. You can, you can trace a lawyer who can attest, like, yes, this person wrote a will and it's mm -hmm. signed. Who should get what? So the, the, the family of the, of the disease can step back a bit and then, you know, see they can negotiate things with you. Okay, we get some, we get some, and then everybody's happy. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, on a final note, I think it is imperative for people to make wills so as to avoid situations where their estates will be governed by some customary rules of inheritance that may eventually not favor either of the gender, you know. So it's just advisable to avoid see finish. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. So avoid stories that hurt. <laughs> so once the will is available, they know how you want your property to be distributed. Thank you so much, Inamdi. It's been a very insightful one <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast today. 
Please, please, before we go, when am I getting my balance? Which balance? Hey, hey, Monday. I thought we were friends. Uh, so you want to catch me for business, a fee? Business before pleasure, you know. Okay. This day, okay. is going up. Okay. Electricity okay. bill is going up. Phone has gone up. Me too. This one has gone up too. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll finish our discussion off air, huh? No problem. No problem. I'll send my bill. Do you want to drop your um your social media handle? So people will want to, you know, connect with you. Yes, we could continue the, the, the conversation. My Twitter handle is at Nam Osai. That's double N-A-M-O-S-A-I. Same thing for my Instagram also. Mm. At Nam Osai. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're representing. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. It's nice being here. Oh, nice having you too. If you were able to listen up here, thank you for joining us. And you can follow us on our social media handles at BOBW Podcast on IG and BOBW underscore podcast on Twitter. And to listen to the podcast, just type in Best of Both Worlds Podcast with Aditya on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic and spotify for you um, outside the country too thank you so much for joining me until i come your way again with another insightful conversation have a good time and be good bye bye